gamers, tax evaders, what is fucking popping, everybody? It is good to be back doing another podcast. Woo! Episode, what the fuck is this? Episode four? We're already at four. Ep- that means I've already been fucking doing this shit for four weeks. What? I started this a month ago. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm recording this a day early. Normally, these go up on Saturdays. Fucking hit my desk. You're going to hear that. Woo! <clears throat> you guys, uh, these videos go up on Saturdays. But uh, it's a Thursday. And that's because I'm going to Texas tonight, baby. Woo! So I won't be able to record the podcast tomorrow. So I'm doing it a day early. Let's get this out of the fucking way. I've got an ad read. <clears throat> This is for Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace. Uh, I'm advertising this uh, this time in my podcast to be sponsored by you. Please give me money. Uh, if you guys were confused, that was actually an advertisement for Squarespace, not for Squares for Squarespace. It, it was it aimed at Squarespace, not at you. I just want them to give me money. Um, so I'm going to Texas tonight. I am going to Texas tonight. Because I'm going to look for apartments. Uh, here's the thing, though. I was supposed to start my job on August 9th. So, yeah, crunch time. Not too long from now until August 9th. But fucking yesterday, they just pushed my uh, start date back a whole month. They pushed it back from August 9th to September 13th. So, uh... <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I guess instead of moving out in a couple of weeks, it'll be more like a month or, or month and a half until I'm moving out, which is uh, inconvenient, but uh, what are you going to do? It's not the end of the world, but it at least gives me time. I'll look for apartments when I'm there. going to try to get myself moved down. You know, I, I, I was saying I want to get myself moved down middle of August now. And my dad was like, you know, bitching, saying, you know, you're going to be so bored. What are you going to do? I don't know. What do I do here? I sit around in my room. I make YouTube videos and I record a podcast once a week. And I also work for a company right now. I work for a pool company here. That's what I do now. That's my, what, I, what I'm doing now. Can I just spend half a month fucking chilling before I spend the rest of my life working? Jesus Christ. Do you guys know how much I'm going to be working for this fucking job? You know, I've told you guys, I've explained that the the, the job that I got is going to affect my YouTube channel, but I, ha- I, you know, obviously it's going to affect it. If I was working eight to five, that would obviously have a negative impact on my YouTube channel and how much content I'm able to produce. But I think if that were the case, I'd still be able to do daily uploads. What I'm nervous about is the fact that my job's hours require me four days a week to be there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., which, you know, it's fine. I'm going to be able to do it. I'll handle it fine, but I don't know if I'll be able to keep the daily uploads going. Maybe fucking who knows if I'll even be able to keep the podcast going or anything. We'll see. Uh, We'll see. That might work out. Also, if you're still here and you're not following me on Twitter, uh, you either made the correct decision in your life and do not use Twitter. Um, but if you are using Twitter and you're not following me, fuck you. Follow me at YSG leaked you bitches. All right. So what happened this past week, man? 
So I talked about my most embarrassing moment, which I clarified wasn't actually my most embarrassing moment. Um, and, you know, not a fucking hell of a response to it, but uh, my girlfriend forced me to tell her my actual most embarrassing moment. And it's actually made me realize, telling it back to her, I'm like, huh, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was. I mean, it's been so fucking long since that one. I was like a junior in high school. Like, that's a long time ago now for me. That's like solid seven years ago or so. And there's absolutely zero chance any party involved, as I said, has any memory of the situation. But, you know, maybe I'll just save that one for another video. I don't think I'll go into it unless people want to see it. Um... I also talked about No Man's Sky, which, this is weird. So the video right now, 339 views, it has 28 likes and 12 dislikes, which I'm confused about because people in the comments to this video were not like going, oh my God, you're so wrong. You're wrong and stupid, I disagree. There was none of that. There wasn't like any, oh, you're so dumb, dude. You just missed the point. I guess there was one where somebody said, like, nobody has ever said that you have to play Dark Souls to be a gamer, which is fair. I don't think anyone actually has said that. Um, but I don't know. I was surprised by the re reaction to that one. I expected it to be better, I guess. I guess. Um, and then I uploaded the video Domestic Abuse Speedrun, which was me playing Minecraft with my girlfriend Paige. And if you guys didn't watch the video, but you listen into the podcast... That is, I just started a Minecraft SMP, basically, and I know SMPs are cringe! Cringe! Dream SMP? You watch Dream SMP? That's cringe! Cringe! No, I don't watch the Dream SMP, but I've been a fan of SMP servers for a long time. I talked about it in the video, but there was an original SMP, the first YouTube SMP, on, on fucking YouTube.com was called Mindcrack, and it had this whole fucking cast of crew that a lot of them are still, like, uh, pretty big Minecraft YouTubers today. Like, Ethos Lab was on it, if you guys have ever heard of him. You know, he's... whatever. Um, but I fucking watched the shit out of that when I was a kid, and I always wanted, like, I always dreamed that one day I would get into the Mindcrack server, like, that was my fucking dream as a kid. I'm like, dude, I just want to be a YouTuber, a Minecraft YouTuber, so I can get onto the Minecraft server, because they had so much fucking fun on there. But now the Minecraft server is dead. It's gone. But it basically got replaced by the Hermitcraft server, which is still around, but it is a shadow of its former self. And, you know, they still make good content, and they have a lot of fun, but they do a lot of, like, the role-playing now, which is pretty fucking standard in, uh, the Minecraft SMPs at this point. They do the fucking role-playing, you know, they're, they, they, you know, grown adults, adults in their 20s, maybe even 30s, but they spend their day, this is their job, role-playing with their friends on the block game for the entertainment of children. And that's fine if that's what you want to do, but that's not what the original SMPs were. If you look back at the original SMPs, well, the original SMP, rather, the Mindcrack SMP, the only motherfucker on that server who didn't curse was Ethos Lab. He was the only one that made actual children children's con well not children's content but kept his content family friendly you know what i mean every single one of those other motherfuckers would, would weren't afraid to drop a little shit little fuck every now and then just throw that out there 
but now they've realized that, um, well, it's, it's a combination of multiple things. Number one, more people, they, I think it's probably, they've become more cognizant of how young their fan base is. I mean, I was like 11, 12, 13, whatever, watching these videos. So I was pretty young at the time. Um, uh, and that's how young a lot of their viewers are, even as young as like eight, nine to 10, you know, like very, very young kids watch these videos. So I get that. And it's also the fact that YouTube has changed so much in the, uh, you know, monetization and all that shit since then. You know, you could upload a video. You're a big YouTuber. You could upload a video back then, uh, back in, the, I guess, the machinima days where you go, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, 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 and you just keep fucking, you know, laying on the, the curse words, and nobody would care. You would get paid just the same. But since YouTube has kind of taken the shit into their own hands and they've implemented the monetization, you, you can't really curse, you know? I wonder if, no, there's no way these kids, the, the, these guys have to market as kids content, but, excuse me, that was the good shit back then, those guys would really have fun, they would get fucking wild, there was this, uh, there's this one YouTuber, B-double-O, who you guys might, you know, you might be aware of, you might have heard the name, and he was on the Mindcrack server, and he was good friends with the owner of the server, Good. Uh, he was the guy who actually ran everything, and he was on the server as well. And they were like besties, and they would also do stuff, you know, off the server. Like one time they did, um, there was these maps that you used to be able to do back in the day. I can't remember what the fucking maps were called, but it was they were all made by this one guy, basically, that were like hardcore survival, really difficult maps. You probably know what I'm talking about. And um, they were a lot of fun. And there was this one time that B-double-O and Good decided to do one of these maps, but they were just drinking while they were doing it. And these guys got fucking hammered! Fucking hammered while they were doing it. And I remember when I was watching that video as a kid, it was probably the fucking funniest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> they were shit-faced drunk. So... It was really fucking entertaining, but no fucking YouTubers do that anymore. You never see YouTubers get drunk for the entertainment of their fans, save for, uh, like, Max Mofo and, and anything for views on cold ones. They're, like, the only two fuckers on this platform that aren't scared to implement alcohol into their, uh, into their entertainment. Although I believe Ludwig and some of the big Twitch streamers have done drinking streams, but it's, like, few and far between. They don't do it as often as they used to. That used to be big. You know, back in the Wild West days of YouTube, people would make content like that fucking constantly. But that's, that's kind of fallen by the wayside because you can't make, you really can't make money on it as well as you could. You have to tread ground, you know, very, very carefully on these grounds. I, what the fuck am I trying to say? I don't know. I hit my desk again. Sorry. Um, but it was a lot easier to make entertaining content back then. It's so much harder now. Most YouTubers give a shit and they block out all their curse words and they fucking take the time out of their day to study the algorithm and figure out, oh, when, when is it okay to curse? How many curses can I drop? How do I get away with this? YouTubers actually have to fucking care about that now, which is embarrassing. You know, the, the point of YouTube is to be not the traditional media. It's to be entertainment, it's to be education, it's to be everything. 
everything that mainstream entertainment has always been too scared to be. Now, think about this. You go onto YouTube and you want to learn about the Pythagorean theorem. There are thousands, if not millions of videos explaining the Pythagorean theorem. And some of them are actually, believe it or not, going to find a way to be entertaining. Some of these guys know how to take the Pythagorean theorem and explain it to you in a way that you're like entertained by it, which is fucking impressive. Whereas if you go onto the mainstream media, they're never going to try and explain to you on like a science show, the Pythagorean theorem. You're going to do learning. You're, you're going to do some, some television learning. No fucking way you're learning about the fucking Pythagorean theorem. Get out of here. They're not going to teach you that. But, you know, they'll do these documentaries about dinosaurs and about, like, ancient Rome and fucking, you know, what everything in between. Everything in between, you know what I mean? And here's the thing, though, is that these shows, when they're, when they're doing this, they're trying so hard to be entertaining that they give you much less information than they should be. They make, they make the show, they, they focus on entertainment rather than education, whereas YouTubers have free reign to focus on uh, uh, education first and then add the entertainment in second. Like I said, you can get a pretty entertaining video about the Pythagorean theorem, but you're actually going to learn about the Pythagorean fucking theorem. And that's something that you can do on YouTube, but you can't do anywhere else. Really, I mean, where else can you fucking do that, you know? People go to YouTube for entertainment and learning, basically. That's that's really about it. I don't know. Um, but so I feel like YouTube is... That's what YouTube's always been. It's always been something different from the mainstream. You know, a place where you can <clears throat> upload the kind of entertainment, make your own entertainment, and view the kind of entertainment that you, you wouldn't see on the mainstream, on TV. And I love the fact, or I did love the fact, that there was, like, no bounds, essentially, to what you could upload on YouTube within reason. You know, for years, television and media and radio, everything has been fucking stifled. Like, we talk about free speech in this country, but you can't say shit on MSNBC. What the fuck? Like, you can't drop a, a fucking F-bomb every now and then? It's this idea that we need to protect kids from, like, naughty words. Like, why? What What is so bad about an eight-year-old hearing the word fuck every now and then? As long as he's not using it, you know? What, are we trying to protect their fucking innocence? Their innocence is gone! The internet fucked that one up! Bye-bye! Gone! No more fucking innocence, man. There's no innocence. We can throw that whole fucking concept out the window. Unless we want to start culturally acting like the internet isn't negatively impacting children, then let's fucking get rid of this notion that, you know, innocence is something that we can protect in kids. Because we can't. If you're giving your fucking son a smartphone when he's six, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when you catch the fucker looking up boobs or dropping words that you don't know. You know, something that happened to me when I was a kid is I watched, you know, a lot of YouTube, and I forget which channel this was, maybe it was like 
the Fine Bros or Smosh or Shane Dawson. I think it was Shane Dawson. There was like this doll character that they had where it kind of sounded like Elmo a little bit. And it was a girl, like a little girl doll, kind of, was the idea. But, like, she had a filthy fucking mouth was the joke. It was Obviously, she has a filthy fucking mouth. She's being voiced by an adult. So the joke is, it's a little kid doll puppet thing that acts like an adult, all right? And so I'm watching all these videos, and they're fucking funny. They curse their, their, their mouths off. And at one point, um, you know, I'm younger watching this. At one point, they're talking about Elmo, like I mentioned. And the little girl says that she doesn't like Elmo. And he's like, why? And she goes, I think that Elmo is a big red dildo. And I thought that that was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever heard. Um, had no idea what a dildo was. Had no idea what a dildo was. I show it to my brother and my brother's just cracking up. Has no idea what a dildo is either because he's a year younger than me. And so, you know, we walk out of the the... the computer room we go into the family room my dad's over in the kitchen right you know like 10 feet away and we're talking about the video we just watched and i'm like oh my god that was so funny remember when she said uh uh elmo is a big red dildo and then i hear my dad in the other room go jesus and i just look over i'm like what like what did i do and he's like the word you just said i'm like what word he's like the last word i'm like dildo he's like yeah I'm like, I don't know what that is. You know, I don't know what the fuck a dildo is. I'm 10! I'm 10! I don't know about sex! I don't know what a vagina looks like! I don't know what a dildo is. But I learned it from the internet. I would not have learned that word if I wasn't on the fucking internet. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that that can actually be a good thing if you're exposed to that at a younger age. Now, don't... Hear me out. I'm not saying exposed to like sex stuff, but I'm saying exposed to words relating to sex stuff, essentially, is what I'm saying. Because, you know, when you're growing up and you're a teenager and you start going through puberty and you start like talking about more edgy things, every now and then your friend drops a drops a shit bomb and you're like, oh, my friend just said a curse word. That's crazy. You know, that's wild. What the fuck was I saying? Uh, you, you get words that your friends will say to you, and it's fucking embarrassing when you don't know what they are. It is fucking embarrassing. One time my friends told me that a salt shaker was an insult. My friends kept saying, oh my god, you're being such a salt shaker. I'm like, what does that mean? That nobody would explain it to me. And then I didn't find out until the next day, after being confused and begging to know what that meant. They're like, oh yeah, it doesn't mean anything. We're just fucking with you. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. They were just fucking with me. I don't know. I feel like getting exposed to a small amount of that can be good because it kind of gets you prepped to be hearing it. So it's not going to be a, as massive of a shock to you, you know, when people start saying shit like that. Oh my god. No way. I just saw a wasp fly past my window, kind of like stop by. There's like a long tail of shit hanging out of it. That was the biggest. There was a massive tail of 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 wasp shit just hanging off of that that fucking wasp. Like that had to have been four inches of wasp shit. Wow, I've never seen that before. 
That is disgusting, but intriguing. Interesting. So anyway, the next video, well, I guess the next video, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The next video that I uploaded is YouTube is completely broken. Now that one I was kind of surprised, oops, I hit my desk again. That one I was kind of surprised by the re reaction to as well. Number one, I thought that it would do better with the title. Um, you know, whatever. People have heard a lot about YouTube being bad, so I guess it's not, like, fucking shocking, gonna shock you to your fucking core. 243 views and 40 likes, so it did decently well. I know this is kind of, um, retarded, though. I, I know this might actually sound kind of retarded, but I, <laughs> I expected more people in the comments to be in agreement with me. I know that that is a lot to ask. And pretty fucking douchey. But I just expected a little more agreement. I didn't get enough agreement. God damn it. Where was the agreement? So, you know, and let me... Maybe I didn't explain myself well enough. I don't make money from YouTube. YouTube striked my channel. And they told me that I couldn't upload for seven days. And that I wouldn't get paid for the next 90 days. I'm like, Jesus, that's wild that with a strike, you can lose a quarter of your income. I'm like, okay. So, you know, they, they give me the strike. I appeal it and they deny the appeal because, you know, they maintain that it's, that it broke their rules. They maintain that it broke their rules and that for whatever reason it promoted terrorism. Okay. So then I reach out to them on Twitter because obviously I don't think that that video promoted terrorism. Um, they reply to me at team YouTube replies to me and the next morning I find that they have replied to me while I was asleep and told me that they are maintaining their decision to keep my video, to keep my channel striked and to keep the video down basically. So, you know, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It broke their rules. You know, I don't think it did, but they've decided that it broke their rules. So whatever, there's nothing I can do at this point. That's just the fact now. The rule was, a rule was broken. So then they come back to me a couple days ago. Well, they didn't come back to me. They just re-monetized my channel. And, you know, I got the email. I look at my phone. I've got this email saying that my, I've got my channel monetization back. It says, congratulations, your selfie got leaked. Your channel has been approved for monetization. Woo, baby. Let's go. You know, which is like the email that you get when they first monetize your channel. So... I look at that and I'm fucking confused. I'm confused as shit. I'm like, what? What? But I got this strike and it's been less than, it's been about, let's just say 40 days. It's been 40 days since I got the strike. And the monetization is supposed to flip back on when the strike gets removed, which is at 90 days. The strike expires at 90 days. It's been 40 days or so. So, you know, I'm like, maybe my monetization just flipped back on. I know I'm reiterating a lot of the stuff I said in the video, but I feel like I need to expand upon it a little more. Um, I just assumed that maybe it just flips back on sooner than when the strike is removed. But later that night, I'm looking at my channel and I realized, I, I, I noticed that my the strike was removed from my channel. So here's the thing. That means... That it, it had not been 90 days, so the strike did not expire. It had not been 90 days, so the strike did not expire. That means that they removed the strike from my channel themselves. 
Was it done by a robot? I don't know, but I have a feeling it was a human team who finally got around to reviewing it or something. I, do, I don't know. I don't know. But to me... Excuse me. To me, that's kind of an admission of saying like, yep, we were wrong about this, so let's remove the strike. You know? Like, if a... Um, in like a sports game, you know, say you're fucking playing... I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Holy fuck, that scared the shit out of me. <sighs> Whew. That was... That's my alarm for my laundry. Jesus. Um, when you're playing like a sports game, they can retract penalties and shit like that. Right? I'm pretty sure. And that's basically admitting that they were wrong about the penalty that they provided. So YouTube admitted that they were wrong for penalizing me. But here's the thing. Um... I'm, I, you know, I've got my streak going. I'm, I'm doing daily uploads, and I'm fucking proud of my streak, man. I'm proud of my fucking streak. I'm, I, do, I, I find myself being a person who's got trouble uh, starting something and really sticking to it, you know, with working out or eating healthier or anything like that. So the idea that I was able to take control of my life in this way and decide, hey, I want to do daily uploads and maintain the daily uploads. It's been very nice for me to be able to do this. It's almost therapeutic to be able to make these videos every single day. I enjoy it. It's something that I enjoy. It's my fucking hobby, okay? This is what I like doing. So they broke my streak because they made it so that I couldn't upload videos for a week. Now, I've just kept my streak going right now. I'm looking at it. I've got 73 days, about to be 74 when I upload today's video. Um, it's not actually 73 days. I had to write in and an unintended seven day hiatus to it, you know? So I'm not actually at the streak that I had and it fucking is just annoying. It's fucking annoying because I was very proud of myself for the streak I had going. And then they come in here, they strike my channel, remove my monetization and my ability to upload videos. I lose my strike and I'm not making any money or I'm sorry, I lose my, my streak and I'm not making any money for this time, which again, I'm not making any money basically to begin with. I make like a fucking dollar a day from YouTube. It's $365 a year. That's not a lot of money. But the, the part I was most upset about is the fact that they killed my fucking streak for no reason. And then they come back and they remove the strike quietly without saying, we made a mistake, we're sorry, we're gonna remove the strike from your channel. With nothing, they secretly remove it. They just take it away and then re-monetize my channel and I get the email. <sighs> I feel like people aren't getting why this is fucking upsetting. And the fact that they could do this to anyone. They can put a false strike on a person's channel. If you are a person whose career is YouTube, this is how you make your money. And maybe you're not making a lot, but enough to get by. They come and they put an incorrect strike on your channel. A false strike on your channel. You can't upload for a week. And you don't get monetization for while the strike is implemented. And then they come back and they walk it back and they, and, and they just remove it. They removed the strike before the it, before the strike was supposed to expire, essentially admitting to wrongdoing and correcting for the error. But you can't even get a fucking apology for the money that you missed out during that time, or for the videos that you were planning to upload but couldn't for that week. And you can always upload them the week following, sure. 
but that doesn't remove how fucking shitty it is. Like, if somebody did this to you, I know most people here probably aren't, like, YouTubers listening to this podcast, but imagine somebody does that to you. You're at, you work, right? You've got a job, and your boss comes and says, you have been stealing money from us. Um, we're going to put you on leave for, you know, for 90 days. Um, and then they come back to you before the time's over and say, all right, so your schedule is you're starting on uh, Thursday. And you're like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, you're starting on Thursday. And he just walks away before this, before this uh, supposed leave of absence ends. You know what I mean? He admits that he was wrong and he brings you back on, but he doesn't fucking apologize for it for saying something. And also the fact of the matter is the thing that they accused me of. They accused me of promoting fucking terrorism. Of promoting fucking ISIS, the Taliban. This isn't a small accusation. This isn't like saying, "Oh, you 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 accidentally showed a titty, whatever it may be." Like you can't have nudity. Okay, yeah, whatever. This is accusing me of promoting a terrorist organization. That's a pretty hefty fucking accusation. And then they realize that they're wrong. They take it away and they don't fucking apologize for it. Are you guys not fucking getting this? Is that, is this not clicking? How fucking shitty this situation is? Maybe I'm thinking of this. Maybe I'm just thinking about it wrong. It could be that I'm just thinking about it wrong. I'm thinking about it as a person, person to person or small company. But this is a massive corporation and they have literally millions of people uploading YouTube videos. So it's hard. I understand that it's a fucking challenge. I get it. It just, it fucking is just annoying. It's just annoying when this shit happens to me. I think I got some notes on more stuff that I wanted to talk about. I can't, it is not coming to me right now. Is this it? <clears throat> I look, I, I click into my podcast topics, uh, uh, drive, you know, fucking Google Doc. My my number one is Shafrillis is fucking gay. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna talk about about Shafrillis being fucking gay? Shafrillis is fine. He's fine. He's just got a lot of wrong takes, and he's kind of a fucking loser. I mean, all he he's like addicted to fucking. Pixar animations, which are made for fucking children. He just is an adult. He's an adult who just, his whole job is basically reviewing children's movies. Like, it, come on. That's a little gay. That's a little gay, at least. Here's the other thing, though. Mr. Beast made this video the other day, and he tweeted it out. And he's like, check my new video out, guys. It's like, uh, would you drop out of school for $100,000? And when I saw the thumbnail and the title, I was like, oh no, did he actually do this? Knowing Mr. Beast, I'm like, this motherfucker's just showing up at a high school and being like, hey, you want to drop out? And if they drop out, he gives them 100K. That was my initial thought when I saw that. I'm like, what a fucking piece of shit. What, what a f disguised altruism. Like, yeah, sure. Altruism but fucking stupid, like underlying, it's just bad. But then I watched the video and uh, it was, he did a trick. 
he did a trick. He asked this girl, he's like, would you drop out of school for $100,000? And the girl says, no, I wouldn't drop out of school for $100,000 because I, you know, education is important and it'll help me get a job in the future. And Mr. Beast is like, that's the correct answer. That's the answer that we were looking for. Here's $100,000. So he gives her the $100,000 because she said, no, I wouldn't drop out of school for $100,000. And that's, um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. He's an interesting guy. He's a fucking interesting character. He just gets these ideas in his head and he fucking executes them. His, his channel gets so many fucking views, man. It's fucking crazy. I mean, he has figured the algorithm out. 65 million fucking subscribers, man. Offering kids $100,000 to quit school. 27 million views in four days. How much do you think he makes? Let's look at... What do you think? So, uh, Let's look at what Social Blade says. Let's look at what Social Blade says. Mr. Beast. No, type Mr. Beast in. How much money does this motherfucker make? Alright, so he's got 707 uploads, 65 million subscribers, 100,000 million, 11 billion video views. That's more than the population of the fucking planet. Jesus Christ. Wait, he's the 15th subscri most subscribed to? I thought that would be higher. That doesn't make sense. Estimated earnings. It looks like his daily estimated earnings tend to be between... 3000 to $55,000 a day. <laughs> Where's the kernel of truth in there, though? Is it somewhere in between, like, $25,000 a day? What do you do with $25,000 a day? How much is that? How, wait, how much does that calculator... All right. Sh fuck off. Shut up. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Let's just say he's making... Um... Let's just say he's making, let's say he's making $20,000 a day just to be conservative. So let's multiply. Okay. So what's that in a week? That's going to be $140,000 a week. Okay. 20,000 times 30. That's a month. Oh! Oh! $600,000 a month. Ah! Okay. God damn, baby. All right, let's do 20,000 times 365. $7 million a year. And that's literally just from ad revenue. That doesn't account for how much he probably makes in sponsorships. How much do you think it costs to sponsor a Mr. Beast video? I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll I actually don't know because every single one of his videos gets tens of millions of views. So, I mean, how much would somebody pay for that? How much do they, they pay millions for like the fucking Super Bowl. This guy's got like, what, a quarter of the viewership of the Super Bowl? A fifth with every single video he uploads? Something like that. So how much do you think they're paying him per video? It's got to be... I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go a little wild here. I'm going to go a little wild here. And I'm going to say they pay him $500,000 per video. That's my theory. How many videos has he uploaded in the past year? Can we see that? Oh, wait, I think I can see that on his channel. Hold on, hold on. Uh, no, I can't. How many is he? He's only uploaded two in the past. 
30 days. But he's got seven... Okay, let's just say he uploads... How many does it seem like? Um, looks like he uploads two videos a month. So that's 24 videos a year. So let's just say 24 times $500,000. That's another solid 12 million that he's pulling in. What was the first number that I said? Like 8 million? So let's just say... Okay, so he's making around 20 million a year from that. But he's also got merch. <laughs> He's got to be pulling in at least another cool mill a year from merch. Probably more. Probably more like... I, I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking hesitate to say this motherfucker's pulling in another 10 million a year from merch. I wouldn't hesitate to say that. And... And he's got the fucking Mr. Beast Burger. Which I guarantee is making him a ton of money still. Wouldn't doubt if that's like... I've, I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't doubt if that's another 10 to 20 million a year. So this motherfucker is probably pulling in. Dude, I might be being conservative here. I have like no understanding of money for like these massively rich celebrities. I have no fucking understanding of money. And I'll give you an example. I was watching um, Mudahar's video the other day, uh, yesterday. Um, Some Ordinary Gamers, the YouTube channel, Mudahar. I was watching his video where he was talking about those cryptocurrency scams. If you remember, I made the video talking about how Logan Paul was uh, promoting a scam, but nobody fucking watched that. Uh, 381 views, not bad. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a bunch of these fucking FaZe Clan members, you know, you guys probably at least maybe heard about it a little bit, who have been kicked out of FaZe Clan for essentially promoting uh, massive scams to their fucking audiences. Who, you know, these are stupid people. The the phase members are not smart people. Or maybe they are. Maybe they're they're the smart ones and I'm the idiot. But I had no understanding of, of how much money was involved in this. Mudahar was doing a research on the blockchain, figuring out how much these guys got paid to promote the fucking scams. And I here I was thinking they're getting paid a couple thousand dollars. I'm thinking, oh, you know, like somebody's going to pay this guy, you know, maybe five to at most $20,000 to promote the cryptocurrency so they can do the pump and dump scam and make a bunch of money off of it. Boy, was I mistaken. This one motherfucker, he was paid $200,000 in cryptocurrency. He was paid $200,000 to basically live stream himself buying a certain crypto, like a shit coin called, I think it was like fucking MILF coin or whatever. Just stupid shit. Um, they paid him that much money to live stream himself buying it. Like I, when I hear numbers like that, getting paid $200,000 for one live stream, it makes me realize how fucking out of touch I am with the, uh, with the wealthy people because if somebody came at me with two hundred thousand dollars to promote a scam i'd fucking do it <laughs> no i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it i'm not a, i'm not a piece of shit I, I wouldn't do it i'm not a piece of but i mean fuck man two hundred thousand dollars but there here's the thing that's a lot of money that's a fuck ton of money this guy is making probably four times that every single year if not more already and I get that. I get that. That's a lot. That's a lot of extra income. Fuck. I mean, but no, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably underselling it again. If he's getting paid 200 fucking K just for this one, I, 
eh, I'm probably underselling it. This guy's probably making five to ten million dollars a fucking year. Two hundred thousand dollars dropping the fucking bucket to how much this guy's probably making, man. It's just a disgusting amount of money. The things that I could do with two hundred thousand fucking dollars. The things I could do. I could buy a fucking house. A small house, mind you, but I, but I could buy one. But these guys make that much money off of the shit that they do online, on the internet. It's, it's disturbing. It is disturbing when you get into that celebrity status and you get into that wealthy status. You live in fucking California and you're part of the FaZe Clan. It is fucking disturbing the amount of money that's getting thrown around. $200,000 for one promotion. And obviously he's going to go to jail, but, um, or he should at least. Um, but just thinking about that, that's more money than I'm going to make. I wouldn't doubt in my first two years of working in the real world. More, more than that, you know, for he's for one time thing for one night, he's getting paid $200,000, which is more than I'm going to make and probably over working for 700 days or so. You know what I mean? God, it's fucking wild how much money these people make, man. Oh, it is disturbing. It is disturbing. Like, there was this guy, um, what was his name? Nux? He's a massive, 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 massive weeb. Um, he was getting fucked over by YouTube, basically. Um, he had 350 million views on his channel, uh, over the course of four years, which is a million dollars which is $250,000 a year from making his fucking shitty-ass weeb YouTube videos. Now, no hate to the guy, because um, he was in a very, very bad spot for a long time. He was he was in a very bad spot. YouTube was not paying him any money, but he's finally got his money. Um, but $250,000 a year for making YouTube videos. I mean, you know, this isn't shocking to hear that YouTubers can make this much, but he gets, you know, a couple hundred thousand views per video to sometimes getting 500,000 to a million. And he uploads like the most weeby weeby shit. So fucking weeby. Oh my God. The amount of fucking weeb shit. I gotta look at this guy's channel. I gotta look at this guy's fucking channel for inspiration for my thumbnails. He's got the most wild fucking thumbnails I've ever seen. Look this guy up. Nux Taku. These are the busiest fucking thumbnails I've ever seen in my entire fucking life, man. <laughs> oh my god. There's a lot happening. He squeezes as much in as he fucking can. Um, I don't know. So, obviously he knows what he's doing. He makes a lot of money. He puts titties in the thumbnail and he gets views. Works out. Um... Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's got some... He's got some interesting fucking ideas for videos. Um, I think I'll just wrap this up here because I'm really just rambling at this point. Thank you guys for coming out. If you made it to this point, remember to follow me on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, and don't forget, Squarespace, uh, just sponsor me. <laughs> Alright, I'll see you guys in the next podcast next week. Hopefully, I'll have a apartment nailed down by then. I can talk to you about that. All right. See you guys. Take care. Bye.